We have our next guest on location, Father Ostrike. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Deacon has been excited to have you in. Yeah, well, Father Brian is a pastor of uh, my area of faith community, our area of faith community. Um, and it's, it involves four different communities, Ortonville, Minnesota, Graceville, Minnesota, uh, Rosen, Minnesota, and Madison, Minnesota, and um, Spirit of Life area of faith community. But Father and I go back even before he was um, transferred there. How many years ago? Oh, Ortonville, four, four years, years now, nine years in Madison. Yeah. What, we want, what we've invited Father on the program today is to talk about a, a, a mission that he's very passionate about that um, many of our listeners may have heard about, and that's a, a mission down to the people of San Lucas, Guatemala. Um, you know... It's a beautiful ministry, and, and it's just so so big. But let's talk about how it started, and then I'd like to ask you how you how you became part of it. And sure. When. During Vatican II, the Pope at the time, John the Twenty Third, said to the bishops of the first world, he said, "You need to help the third world churches, dioceses." And so tradition holds that our bishop at the time, uh, Schladwater, had lunch with the uh, Archbishop of Guatemala. Really? And he said, well, I have people that I can send you. We can do this. And through a, a lunch in Rome during the Vatican II, it started. And Schladwater came home to Nuam and asked for volunteers and uh, sent a letter to the newly ordained class. And nobody applied to go. Hmm. And so he talked to Father Greg Schaefer, a newly ordained guy at the time, and and Father Greg asked the bishop, he said, well, how many of my brother priests applied to go? And he goes, well, I'm talking to them right now, which means <laughs> Father Greg was the only one. <laughs> so Father Greg said, sure, I'll do it. I'll go for five years. I'll come home and teach back at high school because Father Greg was Monsignor Schaefer, was just a great teacher. I mean, just brilliant, brilliant man. And he went for five years, stayed for 50. Um, wow. Incredible. No kidding. Built an incredible, incredible mission down there and. He and Father John Goggin, who's still down there. John is just a... Yeah. Uh, He's been there for 50, I suppose. Oh, yeah, right. definitely. And just the, they worked so well together. And kind of like the odd couple where Father Greg was always the front person. Everybody knew Greg. John was the one teaching cate catechism in the, up the hills and the, the plantations and stuff. And just beautiful chemistry, beautiful faith of those two guys together. You know, when I first started becoming part of this mission, and we'll get into that in a bit, but my priest who's ordained with Father Greg Schaefer mm. some 50 years earlier, said, and that was Father Bob Goblish. Father Bob said of Father Greg, who's down in San Lucas, he goes, I believe that this man will be a saint. He will be oh. confirmed a saint. And that was when he was still living. But let's fast forward now. So Father Greg and Father John had been down there for decades. And along comes another guy from Litchfield. Very good. Yes. Okay. So how did you become involved in it? Well, I was vocation director for Bishop Lucker for seven years. And in 1999, he said to me, take all of our seminarians down there because we have to find a replacement for Greg because, you know, Greg was getting up in retirement age. And so in the June of 2000, I took seven of our seminarians down there, spent a week digging a, a, a sewer system, 10 feet wide, 10 feet deep, and everything else, the guys hated it, just hated <laughs> well, yeah. their experience. One said, I can't do this anymore. I got high blood pressure. The other one said, you know, I'm not made for this. And so they did not have a, uh, as I guess I had a metanoia there, you know, the whole thing where I just fell in love with Greg, with Father John, with the people, 
with San Lucas because, you know, we're fighting for life. Back then in, you know, 2000, a lot of our kids were, were dying because we, you know, starvation and everything else, malnutrition and disease. And I, I you know, San Lucas to me is the most pro-life ministry I've ever been part of in my ministry. That's why I love it. We fight for every life and it just dynamic how it's blossomed over the years. And now with Father Greg going home to heaven and Friends of San Lucas, you know, the lay board taking it over, they've done very well to continue his legacy and, you know, philosophies that Father Greg started. And um, we've done a lot of work. There's a lot more to do, but it's just really celebrating life and truly celebrating what the Catholic Church professes. And I just love that. So when you're saying that you're supporting this and you're a part of it, what does that entail for you personally? Um this is my 19th year. I've been going down there. Wow. The next trip I go down, probably in January, will be my 33rd trip. Really? So we've built new... I wish I would have kept track of all the houses we built in schools. Right. But now our goal is to build at least two houses a trip, uh, so about four a year. And then when we were there in August, we bought four tons of food for the people. We have uh, a group of orphans that we take care of, and so it, we give them each a bag of corn, beans rice, sugar, shoes, and then clothes that we bring down. And so it, it's literally when you buy food by the ton, it's it, it just amazing. It freaks me out to realize four tons of food, what that looks like. Huh. But then we know people will eat you know better for those few days. And so it's just wonderful. I'm going to chip in here too. It's not just Father, what he brings down there. It's the people that he brings down there oh, yeah. too. Like for, the, for example, in... in um, Late July, early August, he brought down 25? 37. 37 people. Wow. And I know these people, they come back to our parishes and they're profoundly changed. They're profoundly changed. Mm -hmm. And I think that echoes back to the first time I went down there. Um, I get a little bit emotional when I talk about this. But I met Father Greg and he says to me, he goes, hey, this is great what you're doing down here. But what you're doing isn't the most important thing that you do for you coming here the most important thing this goes back to vatican ii is that you care enough to come exactly. the people see you coming down from your affluence and you care enough about the poor to come and that's what father brian brings these things and they're great things and they're beneficial things but the fact that 37 other people through his shepherding come down to care enough to come and then and then through this preferential treatment of the poor these 37 people come back and they go we need to do something about this mm -hmm. we need to continue to spread this and evangelize this this life exactly well and i cannot help but think about you know you're talking about how many times you've been there how long the other two priests were down there there is a lot of need that's what I'm getting out of this is thinking about how much you bring down, how many people you bring down, how many times you visited, and how long those priests stayed. Mm -hmm. There's that much need down there. But it's like Christ being with his people. You know, today's reading, you know, where he took care of the people and then went away to pray. It's, you know, we have to be in persona Christi, you know, and be with our Christ, but it's, it's building the bridges. It's, you know, we can build all the houses we can, but to build bridges amongst people from, you know, Ortonville, Minnesota to... San Lucas Toloman, that's the important part. And just to to spread, you know, the, the greatness of the Catholic Church and wow. the, the pillars of justice and liturgy. We brought five monstrances down this time and 12 chalices. And 
Wow. It's just, it's fun to see, to build their faith and just see those people just come alive in the spirit. And so, but no, a huge word of thanks to everybody who's part of this for, you know, the radio station, for all the volunteers, for, you know, the senior citizens who send their $10 a month and, well, so. before we run out of time, I, I want to get to the heart of the matter. Um, are you heading back sometime soon? Hopefully January, if January. not August for sure. Okay. So if people want to learn more about the this trip and this mission, where can they find more details sure. about it? Email us or uh, contact us at the Ortonville Parish at St. John's, Ortonville, Minnesota, and we'll, the secretary or the staff will get in touch with you or through Deacon Paul here at the Abbey, we'll spread the word and get you the information that you need. So are people allowed to go on the mission with you if they don't belong to your oh, parish or your diocese? Everybody's open. Okay. Catholic, not Catholics okay. will experience it. It's it's a beautiful thing. And again, now, I just want to remind folks, we're talking with Father Brian Ostrag. He's a, a pastor over in the the Spirit of Life area faith community, which is just about a half an hour east of us over in um, the New Ulm Diocese of Minnesota. But he's leading a group of, um, I'll say, pilgrimage folks down to Guatemala one to two times a year to San Lucas doing some wonderful things. 